digital was creating more success than traditional. So traditional being TV, radio, newspaper, billboard, outdoor, digital being apps, social media, anything where there's a presence on the go, anything mobile. And so I sort of transitioned out of radio and I accidentally built my own agency. I was working for CBS at the time and they Mm -hmm. said, hey, uh, we've got this client coming in, the Detroit Tigers Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. They're curious, can you help them with a little bit of digital? I said, sure, 150 year old brand. They had no social strategy. So I started helping them. They said, can we hire you? I said, I don't know, hold on, Mm -hmm. CBS, can they hire me? And they were like, yeah, sure. I guess, yeah. (laughs) I was doing a morning show and I was, so I was CBS radio Mm -hmm. and I started an agency. And at one point in my life, I said, all right, I gotta figure this out. Mm -hmm. So I dropped traditional, I went all in on the agency, sold the agency, started working with a bigger agency. And then I started working with big brands like Starbucks, Nike, Google. I worked on Frappuccino, pumpkin spice latte, Nike running, Nike. Wow. Lots of really cool mm-hmm. brands. So the, the, the reason I like to give that side of my story is I worked with small brands and massive brands. So I understand the struggles of a small business that doesn't have a big marketing budget. And then I understand building a team of like 80 people and having a $2 million budget for a seasonal beverage. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's context and contrast. It's very different. Absolutely. You know, with a yeah. small business that doesn't have much, you cannot apply the same strategy to that business that you can a big Fortune 500 business. Anyway, so I worked through the agency space for a long time. The world's largest agency is where I worked. Really? WPP is the holding group, and it's 40,000 employees at one agency. Wow. 40,000 employees. So talk about a behemoth ship. Pretty much every Super Bowl ad you've ever seen came from this agency. Um, But anyway, I was plucked out of the agency space by Grant Cardone's business management company, Cardone Ventures. Mm-hmm. I worked closely with Brandon Dawson to build out that discipline inside of the Cardone network for three years as a chief marketing officer. And then here we are two years later. Yep. Got another agency helping businesses. <laughs> At the end of the day. Can't get away from it. It's my purpose. Yeah. I, lo- I freaking love it. If you're willing and you want to grow and you're willing to put in the effort, the time and the investment, That's my purpose. I love helping people grow. I Mm -hmm. love people that are excited about growth. I love inquisitive people, people that want to learn more. You're making two to $5 million. You're like, man, I don't need help. I got it. Don't work with me. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to 50 million. You got 50 million and you're happy. I'm going to a hundred million. Like I want people that are aggressively trying to always do better and learn more. That's the DNA of the type of business I like to work with. Love it. So now present day. So what are the types of businesses you're working yeah, with? So it's closing so, yeah. day agency. Okay. Because we close it down. Love it. Day, right. <laughs> so everybody loves closing day. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you're in real estate, medical, whatever vertical you're in. But yeah, I work with some really cool entrepreneurs and I work with companies across the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with one of the largest real estate brokerages in Dubai. I've got Ryan Serhant in New York, who I mm-hmm. work with closely. I've got Glenn Sanford, who's the CEO of EXP and Success Magazine. He's, he's one of the clients that we've served for a few years now. And uh, you know those are, those are some of the, the entrepreneurial clients and mm-hmm. personal brand clients and yep. education clients. But then we also work with mom and pop businesses. So if you're at a million or two million, you wanna go to five. We have uh, IV companies out of Miami. We've got nice. a golf simulator company out of DC. We, I mean, you name it, we'll work with anyone because business really is a format. It really is a template. Mm-hmm. What's inside of it changes. But as long as you follow the structure and the process, you can create success inside of any business using the same formula. Perfect. And so I'm, I'm really applying a lot of the years of experience I've had to some of these smaller businesses and helping them 
avoid those costly mistakes that you know they can make. Love it. So a lot of our audience is kind of in that zero to $10 million range. So what types of frameworks, if I'm blank slate, mm -hmm. don't have a great marketing campaign, Let's but I go. do have a little bit of cash in the bank, maybe love it. You know, 20 to 50K to invest, right? So like they're, they're right ready here. to go. Sign yeah. right here. So where do I start? Obviously <laughs> sign right there. And sign then right where here. do you start? Uh, so, so the truth is a lot of businesses in this first break point mm -hmm. where they're trying to figure out how to scale it, businesses that hit one, two, five million, mm -hmm. they're typically really good at what they do. They're passionate about it. They're better than someone else, right? Mm -hmm. So they've created momentum and success on their own because they've been able to do a thing they love and they were able to earn new clients through amazing service or amazing yep. products. And so you really got to think about how do I scale this out? Mm -hmm. I think the first thing that always happens is you see business owners that are micromanagers and they're afraid to <laughs> systematize Yep. structure in the business and then train people appropriately to take those roles. So the first thing I want you to think about is not being tactical and transactional about marketing. I want you to think not because here's what happens mm -hmm. when people meet me. Oh, you're a marketer. What's the best Facebook guy I could run right now to yeah. hire, you know, increase my yeah. conversion? What's the best audience? Like yeah. right now, they're like <laughs> overnight. They're mm -hmm. like overnight. I want success. I'm it's like, how, how much do you want to make in the next two to five years? Mm -hmm. So let's go. Let's go real high. And let's think about what is your actual strategy. Now, I'll meet business owners that go, I got a strategy. Let's just execute. And I say, mm -hmm. great, show me the strategy. Mm -hmm. If you can't show me the strategy, you don't have one. Well, it's up here. This is not strategy. This is an idea. Yep. Strategy is a documented process that you must follow. And I'll give you some simple tips. Yeah, please. The first one is you got to understand your data. And you got to have a place where you create it, segment it, automate it and optimize it. You got to have a place where your data exists. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I use, you know, my, my, my. A napkin. <laughs> well, a lot of people are napkins, but even people, even they're tricked into thinking they have a data warehouse because they don't, they have a point of sale. Mm. I have a square. Isn't that a CRM? No, no. it's not. It's a point <laughs> of sale. It's not a CRM and it's yeah. not going to help you leverage the current customer. Mm -hmm. So, so data, where are you keeping it? What are you doing with it? How are you leveraging it? Uh, we very much live in a data world right now. Absolutely. Where money is made because of data. Amazon has 182 data points on you. They know you better than you know you. Oh, for sure. Right? Because yeah. they're listening. They're watching behaviors, purchase habits, the music you're listening to, the TV shows you're watching, what time you set the alarm. They, they're, they've got access to this behavior. So they know. That's why my daughter's diapers show up at my door. I didn't even know I was out of them. Mm -hmm. You know? So Amazon knows you really well. So when you see them surpassing Walmart in revenue, right, which they're expected to do in the next two years, it's because they know the consumer so well. They have the data on the target. Mm -hmm. So my question is, what data do you have on your target? And do you have a place where you keep it? And does your competitor know the data of the target? Because if they do, whoever knows the target better wins. And whoever has the system that helps target them better is going to win in the end. So get real serious about that. I know you're real focused. You're like, yeah, but just give me a Facebook ad to run. No. Nope. Listen, I could give you technique and maybe mm -hmm. it will help you overnight. And I'm all yeah. about that. But I really want young business owners to build great now foundationally so that in two years, the business doesn't crumble because they have to go backwards and fix what they didn't create in the first place. Mm, so I'm real big on that. understanding data targets and then your brand. A lot of people say they know who they are, but they don't. You really got to focus on your brand, knowing who you are, why you exist, not for you, that's culture, knowing why you exist for them 
Mm. Why do you exist for the consumer? Consumers are selfish. It's a big differentiation that you brought up right there. What's in it for me? Yeah. I don't care why you do what you do for you. That's your mission and core values. Mm -hmm. I want to know why you do it because everybody confuses that. Yes. Oh, I got a mission statement. We're here to blah, 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 blah. I don't care why you're here. Yeah. I want to know what's in it for me. And you better be able to explain it in one sentence. 